0: Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 643, if you'd like to have a copy of it. Uh, just tell us whether you want a CD or an audio tape, and Sharon will tell you how to receive one. I've got letters, music, and a powerful message from the Lord. But right now, let's pray. And I mean, when I say pray, pray to God, the one who created the heavens, the earth, and the fullness thereof. We're not praying to any other God because there are no other real gods. You may be worshiping some fictitious God, but that won't do you any good on the last day when you're standing at the judgment bar of God. God will send you quickly into the lake of fire. All right, Father, I don't like this program. Uh, Rebuke Satan. Build a wall of fire. uh, Protect us with your Holy Spirit every way around. And, Lord, rebuke the world for their evil deeds. Uh, you've sent us into the world to tell people what right is and what wrong is. And, therefore, um, we just thank and praise your name mm-hmm. for it. You know, we go through some uh, fire, you know, people persecute and prosecute. But we know we have a place in heaven, and we know that uh, if we continue on, in the faith preaching to people because this is the main reason you sent us into the world is to win people's souls to you and uh, all sinners the people that think they are of you lord and are teaching completely different from your word they are definitely and no question about it the devil lord uh, rebuke satan close every door to him and open up great and mighty doors for us. Great and mighty doors so that we can get the work of uh, that you sent us into this world to do, that we can get it done quickly because we know we're in the very last days. Lord, when, uh, let us, uh, through your word, um, use us to win souls and to strengthen the actual body of Christ. And... Um, we ask it in the name of Jesus, and everyone says amen. Amen. Okay, you know, I just was laughing the other day. I heard uh, uh, some person on TV saying, well, now all those kids that uh, we uh, took out of uh, Texas that were uh, what they call a cult, which is absolutely false, uh, they said they're normal, like normal kids now. Uh, they uh, eat potato chips and... uh that's normal, see? Well, I want everybody to know that we eat potato chips, too. Okay? You can't imagine how many bags of uh, potato chips that we have over here. If you come to our church, we'll make you normal, huh? By letting you eat potato chips. Is that it? Another thing, too, is we have sex over here. You know, that uh, married couples are supposed to have sex. The Lord made the sex organs, and we have sex, too. So don't let the devil tell you that Christians don't have sex. Why, well, and we mingle with the public in the streets. We don't, uh, we're not like, uh, uh, people that, uh, like the government says or like the media says where we're just inside some cult or something like that. No, this is the way the Vatican is. Uh, they're inside the Buddhist monks, you know, they don't eat and they whip themselves and all these crazy things that they do. But, you know, we'll, uh, go out on the streets, uh, we mingle with the public, we're out there among sinners, we're, uh, we all know about the world, believe me, we know very much about the world. But, uh, you know, we'll go and take a break while we're witnessing and testifying. Yeah, we used to go get cheeseburgers, but now we're off beef and dairy, so we'll go ahead and get a chicken sandwich and some potato chips and eat them up, and then we'll go home after a hard day. And maybe uh converse with her wife, read a little Bible, and then have sex. Okay? So, what do you see? We're normal, right? Isn't that what you think normal is? Well, we're more normal than you because we're saved. All right? And the Lord never condemns anybody for having sex or eating potato chips, I don't think. Amen? Amen. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right. Um, I have a song here. Uh, which says this uh, w- uh, world belongs to me, uh, this land. You know, in the beginning, God uh, gave Adam and Eve power and dominion over the entire world, over every animal, everything. And uh, they failed, and so Jesus came into the world to live a perfect life and then resurrected from the dead and gave power unto his people to... Um, rule the world and so when i sing this song to you this is our orchestra and choir backing me up and uh, when i sing this song to you i'm telling you that this world is mine it's god's it belongs to him and he said that i'm an heir and a joint heir with him and all christians are as well so uh, you know you just uh, listen to this song And hopefully you'll receive the Spirit of the Lord, you'll receive Christ, and uh, then start defending this earth, uh, because it's going to burn up, but we, after it's been refurbished by burning, it's ours. It's not the heathen. It is not any, uh, no religion, it doesn't belong to religions, it belongs to us salvationists, those of us that are salvationists. Religion is of the devil, salvation is of the Lord. Well, uh, here it is, this is Exodus, this song of the be- music is beautiful. Uh, Pat Boone didn't uh, write the music, but he wrote the words. And here I am to sing for you with our choir and orchestra, Exodus. Yes, God gave this land to me, the entire earth, and therefore the Bible states that we ministers of the gospel are the ones that are the rulers of this world. Uh, Just because a person was an attorney and they show that they know a little bit or they don't bowl very well, but they try to act cute for you on television, they don't rule anything. They want to put a Muslim flag over the White House by 2010. Now they're really looking to do it uh, right away by uh, voting for this Obama. Uh, and uh, either that or you've got a choice between a Muslim who wants to kill Whitey to be in charge of the White House and in charge of you and your children and every one of them under Bush and everyone else they, um, uh for presents for years, they want you to know, or they want you to think that your children belong to them mm-hmm. instead of you. You're the ones that uh, gendered the children, and you're the ones that uh, raised them, and you want to raise them according to the uh admonition of the Lord. you want them to grow up in the fear and the admonition of the Lord because the lord is the final judge and he's going to judge all these people today that say that your children belong to them he's going to throw their souls into hell because they're liars those children don't belong to you we've been called by god to uh, bear our own children and to raise our own children according to the bible not according to mohammed or Catholic, and we know the Clintons are Catholic. Uh, they said they were Baptists, but you know how the Clintons lie. So you're either going to have a lesbian or a bisexual woman over the White House or a Muslim so they can uh, and they think they're tricking uh, me uh, or a lot of people, but a lot of people are not fooled by them. Just uh, you dummies, uh, the people that are dummies out there. That don't uh, think of anything. They just, well, who won this argument today? Well, who said this? Who said, "Oh, we like Obama today." No, we're switching over to Clinton. You haven't got a precise uh, thought in your head. You don't know the background of these people. They smile at you, and they're gonna. They want to cut your throat, and that's what they've been doing for years, and it's getting worse. Now they're running a Muslim. And a, a woman uh, that is married to this lying dog that slaughtered the people at Waco, and said that all everyone that's not a Catholic is a cult. And we've got a lot of we've got a lot of these cults in Arkansas. Well, you were the biggest cult in Arkansas, Clinton and uh, you need to turn yourself in and pay the full penalty of the law, which there you people are lawless because you believe in murdering uh, babies. Uh And then when a woman gets shot in the stomach the other day, I saw on the news, we got to find that guy because he killed those two uh, twins of this woman. What about you, you dog? Uh, you're killing a multis of millions of babies every year. And then you killed the people at Waco. And you'd love to kill those people over there in Texas. And more than that, you'd love to kill me. You paid um, John Peeler. You hired him to assassinate me. You should be hung by, you know, you know what? <laughs> All right? That's where you should be hung. And God will take care of you. You haven't got long to live. You're going out to meet God. And you might say, well, that was the biggest mistake I made while I, under my administration. That wasn't a mistake, Honyak. That was murder. And God tells you what he does to murderers. All of them are going into the pit of hell, then into the lake of fire. So I brace yourself. Bracing yourself won't do any good. What I do is if I was you... Uh, if you still can, if you haven't already blasphemed the Holy Spirit, I would get down on my knees and ask God to come into my heart because you've got one foot in the grave and the other one in the funeral parlor. And, uh, you know, you're not going to be around that much longer. You aged uh, terribly. Um, I see you from time to time on uh, TV uh, pushing billery into uh, stardom. Uh, But you know something? I wouldn't take the job of President of the United States for all the tea in China because I wouldn't, or all the money in the world, because I wouldn't take orders from that uh, homosexual child-molesting pope. You're the lowest-grade person, uh, you people that run for president that I know. And all the people are so ignorant and stupid that they don't know what you're all about. But I see right through you. All right, we've got some letters today. Uh, Where's the first one from, Sharon?
1: From New York.
0: New York? Okay. Let's hear what they have to say.
1: Dear Tony, I saw that clip of the news NBC coming to your property and saw Tony Baez. Oh,
0: yeah. we. (laughs) There is this man uh, that uh, over 10 years ago was married to one of the... Uh, sisters at the church she's remarried since and has uh, several children by her new husband and uh, he's really upset because he had her at one time uh, um, being a topless he wants uh, to make a lot of money on her he want, wants or thinks he can get her to go back into a topless bar and do strip or whatever else she was doing because she was uh She said he was making her, uh, beating her, pushing her around, and making her give all the money to him so he could support his crack habit. But so this is what this uh, man from New York is talking about. He saw a clip on it. Now, they um, came over to uh, the mission where I have a room in there. It's an office and a mission and um whenever i'm in uh, arkansas i have uh, i spend time there in that room i'm not there i'm in california now in case you people are so interested in where i'm at and i'm still in a one-room situation here and i don't mind that at all well for uh for the gospel's sake i've spent um uh, Four uh, years in a, a six by 12 cell. Might have been only 10 feet with another person in there. And so I used to live in the mountains too when I was just a boy. I'd just sleep on the ground during the summertime. I just put a rope around the, the circumference uh, around me uh, where I was sleeping. I'd build a fire so these snakes don't crawl over a rope. Uh, that it's a certain kind of rope that has these Strands sticking out because it tickles their belly and they usually crawl to a person's um, because of the body warmth and so a lot of people have uh, Woken up in the morning with a rattler coiled on their chest So just a little tip there from the Boy Scouts of America (laughs) But uh, go ahead and finish with what this letter says.
1: I felt awful, but I know it's of the Lord to endure hardships and persecutions. Oh,
0: that doesn't even bother me because um, this—I'm—I've uh, I, I'm, uh I've told uh, the law enforcement agencies what uh, the Lord told me, and if they want to keep bugging me and uh, attacking me with all these false stories from people like this low-life scum like this, well then. Uh, let them come on, but God has taken a lot of lives of uh, police officers, such as we used to get raided over at West Hollywood when we had a church on Crescent Heights. And they'd come uh, into the church and they'd throw tear gas down in the prayer room, and then they'd hold the door shut and start talking with a German accent. Uh, and so that really, they uh, were getting their kicks. And they are just gloating. Look at us, you know. We have a bunch of defenseless Christians here. They thought, but God defends us, all right. And that's a lot more than bullets and bombs. Because when God takes their lives, uh, He uh, throws their souls in hell, and yeah, they never can get out. And then, on the last day, the Lord is going to um, He's going to uh, send hell and death into the lake of fire. I guess you can tell we're in los angeles because you can hear the helicopters going over and the airplanes and all this kind of stuff but we're just going to forge right through with this broadcast and so again i'm going to tell you that uh, all these police officers that used to beat uh, our people on a daily routine they were just gloating and you know they thought they were funny but they're not uh, laughing now in hell They're screaming their uh, foolish heads off. And I'm not gloating over it. I mean, we tried to win their souls, but they just wouldn't receive it. Uh, I was in one of the jail cells. They used to arrest me regularly when I was distributing literature out on the Sunset Strip. And the reason they were arresting me is because all these uh, nude bars and skin Flicks out on the sunset strip would pay these police officers uh, that we were a nuisance to them because we were preaching the gospel and they were losing customers. And so they just uh, paid the police officers to arrest us and make up charges. And one of the boys that was, uh, his name is Peter Pichako, was in the cell with me, and all of a sudden Peter started speaking in tongues. And so one of the police officers came over and said, Is that what you teach him over there, Alamo? (laughs) Is that what you teach him? And I said, "Uh, You know, that man is speaking in tongues. He's speaking to the Lord, and the Lord is speaking to him. But, of course, that's something that you don't know anything about. And, you know, the one unforgivable sin is to blaspheme the Holy Spirit. You're mocking the Holy Spirit that's talking right through him. And so, uh, you know, uh, he says, I'm a Christian. I said, if you were a Christian, you would be on this side of the bars instead of where you're standing. And you wouldn't be making fun of somebody that's speaking in tongues because it's something that you don't know anything about. You're you're not uh, really a Christian. You just say you're a Christian. You're gloating and having a, a ball here, you know, gloating over this man and trying to make fun of me. I uh, have Because I teach people to do that. Actually, it's the Bible that teaches people to do that. And I just teach what the Bible says. God uh, called me to be a teacher, a preacher, an evangelist, a scribe, and um, a prophet. Uh, and so he just walked away from me after I said that. And later on, these guys, all of them at the West Hollywood Sheriff's Department, were killed because they were persecuting us and mocking the gospel. And so uh, and the way we found out is there was a truck driver that came into our restaurant. We used to have a restaurant in uh, Elma, Arkansas, right off um, I-40 and Highway 71 going up to Fayetteville in Elma, Arkansas. And this guy said, you know, I used to be a West Hollywood sheriff, but I quit because we were persecuting you and I couldn't stand it. And I quit and all those other guys got killed in gun battles and all other type of things. And I just thought you'd like to know that. I says, yeah, I would because this is what happens to people that attack Christians and make fun of them. And you'll see people like that dropping dead, all the time so this um, person here that just wrote me from new york says well you know we're going through trials and tribulations well the people that are attacking us are going to go uh, and are currently going through many more trials and tribulations that we ever go through because their trials and tribulations are eternal but ours are just for a moment in time and the tribulations that we go through in the trials are nothing to be compared to the glory that we receive forever. We're going to live in glory in heaven forever. And those of you that think you're funny you're going to spend eternity if you think you're funny for mocking the gospel and disbelieving it you're going to spend eternity in the lake of fire. So you tend to tell me who's being persecuted Don't feel sorry for us, as as I said at the beginning of the program, we get to eat potato chips, too, if we want to. I really don't like potato chips. They're a little bit too greasy. I like the taste of them, but, you know, I'm trying to lose weight. Yeah, we Christians lose weight, too. As a matter of fact, I'm a bodybuilder, and I work out, and we Christians get to do that, all right? We get to do all kinds of things. Uh, I take our children to parks and to, uh, they get to go to the zoos and they, they get to go outside and play. There's playgrounds. Uh, we get to do all, all the things, but we don't have any children that have walked into, uh, schools with guns and shot anybody because I teach them that if they did that, uh, that they would go to hell. And so our children are smarter than your children out there. They think they're free because they're eating potato chips. And here all the time, our children are eating them too. So, ha, 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 all right. Oh, you think that that is not right for me to be that smug? Well, I'm disgusted with the people on television, in the media that exalt the Pope, and downgrade people that are really of the Lord. All right, and the Lord has recently stated that anyone that continues, he told me, persecuting these people, and if they won't let him go, God's going to take their children from them. And whether you believe it or not, you'll see. You'll just wait and see. Okay, so let's finish this man's letter. It kind of irritates me when people say, "Oh, you're you're being persecuted." Don't worry about us. We've got it made. Okay, you're the people out there that are living with a bunch of nutcases out there that are wielding guns. And your kids, you send them to these schools that teach them evolution rather than the Bible. They teach them homosexuality rather than the Bible. They teach them to have fornication and hand out condoms and birth control pills to little preteen kids. You people are so stinking hypocritical and vile that you make me sick. And you think that it's being free to eat potato chips and give sex to these little teenage kids and pre age kids. And that you don't do anything about persecute, prosecuting all these hundreds of thousands of priests that are pedophiles. Uh, they are uh, child molesters. And they're obviously homosexuals and this cult doesn't even allow them to get married. And the Bible says that he wants men and women to be married and at the age of puberty for women okay and at the age when a man uh, a young man reaches puberty when he uh is able to afford a wife and children so that the government doesn't have to support them you people out there are uh, sick you're mad you're insane okay let's uh and the reason for it is is because you don't study the bible you don't know right from wrong that's why you're living a life of lawlessness based on a bunch of laws that some homosexual priest or or a cardinal or pope has made up in the roman canon laws which is no law at all this is the lawless one that the bible talks about And all those that join in with it, the Baptists are the same thing. They say, once saved, always saved. You can go out and commit sin all you want, and you can still be saved. The Catholics, on the other hand, said, you're saved, you know, always saved. If you come in and say a few Hail Marys after you've committed sin. But the Bible says that if you're in the body of Christ, you better not sin. And, I mean, in the Catholic cult, you can say, Father, I have sinned. I have murdered, uh, 13 people over here on St. Valentine's Day. Uh, will you forgive me? Yes, my son. Um, how much money did you, uh, steal from those people? Uh, five million. Okay. Just, uh, if you want to really not go to hell, then drop four million in the basket over there and, uh, say, because of the amount that you're given, just only say four Hail Marys. A couple of our fathers, and light uh, one or two candles, okay? Uh, goodbye, my uh, my son. This is the phoniest bunch of rats that has ever lived. Okay, so Sharon finished the letter from the man in New York.
1: I know it's of the Lord to endure hardships and persecutions, and even to rejoice through them. I know you're being attacked by the devil.
0: Yes, and the devil's being attacked by me. Okay. It's uh it wakes both ways. Okay, boys and girls out there. I'm attacking the devil. You know why? Because the Lord told me to. And the devil is telling you people out there to attack me. And God is dropping you dead like a bunch of flies because you're doing it. All right, then what?
1: These Christian groups want to call people like you cults, but that's what the Pope considers every... What's that
0: you Christian groups want? It?
1: These Christian groups want to call people like you cults, mm-hmm. but that's what the Pope considers... They're not
0: Christian groups. Yes. They call me a cult because I'm preaching the Bible. How could I be a cult if I'm preaching the Bible? A cult is somebody that says they're God. I don't say I'm God. Um, the Pope says he's God. Uh, and uh, the... uh a cult is somebody that preaches the exact opposite of the Bible. And, they, you know, the, Lord, the Bible says to pray to God through Jesus. But the cult says pray to Mary. That's why you people are not getting any answers. And your cult is getting smaller by the minute because I'm preaching the real gospel. Okay, then what?
1: But that's what the Pope considers every single Christian denomination outside of Catholicism
0: that's right then what
1: and he's the one with the temporal power and will be tightening the screws on every one of these other christian he he really
0: doesn't have uh uh, he's the temporal government but he has no power because the lord tells me if they carry on the way that they are they won't be here anymore Uh, the bible says that i have the power over the world uh, because i'm in the gospel and when god tells me they're bothering you too much Pray to me that I will eliminate them. And so I do, and then he does eliminate them. Okay, so who has the power? Okay, let's get our heads screwed on correctly, my boy. Okay, then what?
1: While these, quote, Christians, unquote, were watching the football game and cheering an unsaved man running with the ball, the Vatican has successfully taken over the three branches of government, the media and our military and police force, and much, much more.
0: Yeah, they did for a while, but now the Lord is retaliating. And even the public is retaliating. I hear people on the the news saying that they're killing judges, that the people are so upset with them that they're killing judges for making evil decisions against people. Now, of course, I can't do that, but I can call on the Lord, and if he wills, like, for instance, there was this one judge that wanted, when Susie was in a coma in Oral Roberts Hospital, and that doesn't mean that, you know, I'm endorsing that hospital at all. But um, there was um, one of the people, uh, that uh, a judge, that was saying that, we want Susan and Alamo in court tomorrow. And so here comes a bunch of big marshals in and they start pulling her bed and her IV out into the hallway and to, uh, here and she's in a coma and the doctor pled with the judge and said she can't live. Even if it's would be a miracle she lives another day. Why are you doing this? Because the judge says because I'd like to. Well, the Susie, uh, the judge stopped it for a day, and she died. Uh, she went on to be with the Lord. And so, just to do what the Lord said, I called the judge and said, Judge, I hear you've got cancer. And I said, if there's anything that I can do to help you, what I'm doing this for is us because the Lord said he'd pull uh, coals of fire on his head. Because I'm doing good now. I said, see, anything I can do to help you, I've got like an army of people. And, because uh, we're the army of the Lord. But we don't use bullets, bombs, or guns, or anything like that. We don't have them. Not even squirt or cap guns. He says, uh, I said, I hear you got cancer. He says, Um, You know, my doctor says, I'm all right, I'm going to live, you know, uh, and I've got my own church, Tony. I says, uh, okay, well, you know, if you change your mind, just let me know. Yes, we're here. He says, okay, we hung up, and he was dead uh, just a few days after that, died from cancer. Another person, they had, uh, they got cancer in their eyes because I'm legally blind, And Susie had cancer, and he was passing out uh, false statements about us uh, that the Reader's Digest had printed about us. And the woman that printed them, a bunch of hippies crawled in her room and murdered her. And the guy that was passing them out got cancer in his eyes. And he was uh, in the hospital, and one of our people was a nurse there. And her name was Doris Funmaker. She's uh, Indian, and um, uh, he said to her, "A nurse, I, I understand that you know Tony and Susie Alamo." She says, "Yes." He says, "Tell me about them." And so she did, and uh, hopefully he was saved. I, I don't hold any grudges uh, because then I'd be like you folks. And I don't want to go to hell. You don't mind if you go to hell, but you will when you get there. You'll be very sorry. So let's finish. <laughs> I keep he keeps saying things that makes me uh, recall some of the things that have happened in the past. Okay, go ahead.
1: Don't these Christians understand that God called us into a war? And if that's the case, why are they all gone fishing?
0: Well, they haven't gone fishing. What they've done is they've joined the war against us because they've gone with the government. This big revival, uh, what looks like a big revival in the world today, is nothing more than the great falling away from the body of Christ. They're not Christians. They sit and clap their hands and raise their hands and read the Bible, but none of it has any effect on them. And so uh, this is the last uh, one of the very last signs that... uh, Before Jesus comes back to earth again, these people sitting in churches and you see them doing the hoochie-coochie, you know, all their dances, which is glued and they're uh, shaking their bodies around. Uh, This is an abomination unto the Lord. And they're just, uh, you know, boasting how much money they have and how much money you'll have if you'll give money to them. This is not the gospel, folks. It's just ridiculous. And, um, yeah, you do have to give tithes and offerings, but not to them. Okay, because they're they're not out on the street like we are. People say that we have a closed church. They're crazy and out of their mind. You can see us on the streets all over the country and all over the world. Our people are more in the world. They're in the world, but they're not of the world. And they're distributing literature. Now, if some of them sin, I can't control that. I don't know anything about that. All I know is we don't have any teen-age marriages in our church or pre-teen-age marriages. And there isn't anyone in the church that you can accuse of being a polygamist, even though I believe that there's, uh, without a doubt, because the Bible says so, that there is no condemnation to those who are polygamous unless they're not supporting their wives and children. And if they do become polygamous and they divorce people, uh, these women and throw them out on the streets, that is not polygamy. What's happening is you people out in the world are polygamous. You're serial polygamous because you marry and then divorce. And God is dead against divorce. He uh, does not condemn marriage. Marriage is not condemned, it's honorable in all, and the marriage bed is, the marriage bed is not defiled. But you people are out there committing, uh, polygamy. You're having sex with one person after the other. Not all of you, but some of you are. You know that. Most of you are. And you're lusting over pornography and you marry and then divorce the person marry and divorce marry. that's the polygamist uh you're a serial polygamist that's not lawful with the lord because he doesn't honor divorce he hates it and a person that divorces a woman and she commits uh fornication with somebody else she commits adultery and uh, you caused it and therefore you're going to be judged for it at the judgment bar god so don't condemn polygamists that take care of their wives and children Condemn yourselves if you don't do any such of a thing. All right, let's uh, finish this uh, letter.
1: I would like to see someone go fishing in a war while under heavy fire from the enemy.
0: No, they're not fishing. They're, they've joined the Antichrist against us because they hate the true message of the Lord. They hate, uh, really, the word of God, uh, the unadulterated, uh, the, the real word of God. They like to pretend that they're Christians, but they're not Christians. Then what?
1: We are under heavy fire from the devil.
0: Well, but then they're under heavy fire from me. Don't you hear my messages? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hitting them harder than they're hitting me. I'm still alive, bunky. Okay? Then what else?
1: if you're not under heavy fire the bible says you are outside the realm of the christian life
0: that's right i am like uh you know Patton in the world was just love to be in battle and all that but you know i don't because uh that is not condoned by the lord but i love to be in a battle against satan because i know i'm going to win i'm a winner and even if my life if they kill me i'll be in heaven immediately so no matter what they do i'm uh the uh i'm actually the winner okay then what
1: what did paul say quote all those who live godly in christ jesus shall suffer persecution of
0: course i know that very well and therefore it makes me happy when i'm uh they think they're persecuting me but uh, the lord's also said that we're to fight back verbally and uh, and prayerfully so i pray to the lord and ask him should I say this or should I add uh, to the people? Uh, and he says, yes. And so I do it boldly. And that kills them. It tears their um, playhouse down. It uh, tears all of their foolish dreams and all their foolish thoughts about what the Bible is really about. It tears it to pieces and they have no answer. Okay, then what?
1: Not suffering persecution. And the word is suffer persecution. Then i guess you're not living godly in christ jesus Amen. you don't have
0: to guess about that you can be sure that they're not living godly in christ jesus any church is sitting there smug and they just go in there to show off their clothes or to make business deals or, or whatever um other than to win souls it's not a church it's a cult then what
1: i was just a babe in christ when i found your literature. The Lord was showing me that the Christian realm wasn't any sort of a thing. None of the churches I visited were suffering persecution, but I read your literature and knew you were like me, saved. I challenge anyone who thinks themselves spiritual to read your literature, like to avoid deception and not realize you're teaching the word of God rightly divided. I saw how these verses regarding persecution were being fulfilled in your ministry. That is supernatural. Revelation says, quote, and the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Revelation 12:17. Amen. Tony, God bless you and your church. You're the only true church I've found since I've been saved. And you know I visited and spent a lot of time in your ministries and know firsthand you run a wonderful ministry there. Jesus says, quote, "...blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you, and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake." Unquote. And they are saying all manner of evil against you falsely. If anyone wants to ask me personally of my experience at Alamo Ministries, my name is Thomas Richards and can be contacted through my email at email at com. No one should rely on these false accusations against you. I was at services singing the old-fashioned gospel songs with the congregation, praising Jesus, our Savior, and listening to the wonderful salvation testimonies of the brothers and sisters there. The children are the most blessed, healthy, happy children I have ever seen, and I don't know of one underage marriage going on there.
0: Right, well, everybody. They, uh, from, I think, most of the people do from time to time eat potato chips. Okay, then what else? <laughs>
1: I love you, Pastor Tony, and I love your church. I pray God protects you and confounds all your enemies. In Jesus' name, amen. Your brother in Christ in spiritual warfare, Thomas Richards, spirituallysmart.com, Job 2828.
0: All right. Uh, Do you have another letter? Yes. Well, Well, one of the things, you know, when we're alienated from God, that we are just I or myself or... Without God, I'm nothing. And without God, you know, people out in the world, I don't care who they think they are, who they're going to be or whatever, you're nothing. Um, and this is what the uh, book of Romans chapter 7 is saying. The Apostle Paul is saying the, the, uh, the difference between he, uh, which is the Lord, and I is immense because The Lord said, without me, you can do nothing. Without me, you can do nothing. You say, well, I do stuff every day. Yeah, but it's nothing when it comes to judgment day. It doesn't amount to anything. So without God, you, or without God, I am alone. And that's what the Apostle Paul is saying in chapter 7 of Romans. He says, I want to do good but uh, yeah, but uh, the good that I want to do, I, I can't do because uh, I'm just I. In other words, I'm not united with Christ, with he, him. I am alone. But when Christ Jesus delivered me uh, from being, me being I, I am not I anymore. I die uh, with Christ, and therefore he resurrects me, and my life is now in uh, Jesus Christ. And so, uh, before we're united with Christ, we're alone. We're alienated from the Lord, and we're enemies of him. So, I was mentioning the other day that on one point, his blood was shed for the establishing of to take away our sins, and also to establish a new covenant. So he established the covenant, or the contract, uh, and he tells us to sign it. Sign the contract if you want to go to heaven. And when you sign it, don't break the contract or the covenant. Now, Jesus says, I signed it in my blood, And now I want you to sign it with your life. Devoted to me, the Lord says. And um, not to sin again. Never to sin again. Uh, What Jesus says is, go and sin no more. No mas. Tomorrow is Cinco de Mayo, and so I'm going to speak a little Spanish, even though I'm not Spanish actually i'm romanian that means i'm a roman- romanian jew that's jew uh, mixed up with italianos uh, roman uh, uh the roman government took over uh what they we call now romania and then they changed the name to romania for i forget what it was before so go and send no more that means zero zilch more and the way you do that is because the Spirit of God mortifies you and causes you to not want to sin anymore and gives you the power to not sin anymore. So what that does is it restores uh, the, the control of the world to us because go and say no more don't lie anymore and don't be listening to satan anymore but listen only to me the lord says because when you listen to satan then you wind up the same way as adam and eve he says thou shalt not surely die god is just jealous of you he doesn't want you to be on the same level as him actually that's a lie the lord doesn't want us on the same level as a matter of fact he gives us rulership of this entire world and then, and when it's all over here on this earth, he gives his rulership of heaven. God is the kind of God that likes to sit back and watch his children do what he wants them to do. And when they do, he says, that's a good person. That's one of my sons. Uh, I've restored him by the blood of my son. So that's on the positive side, very positive. I have given you eternal life to rule the earth and win souls so that they can become the bride or members of the bride of Christ. But the bride of Christ cannot have any sin, any spot, blemish, or anything like that on it. And so, therefore, we have to be perfect. And the false uh, Christians, the false prophets, say no one can be perfect. But we are perfect because we walk in the Spirit. The Lord is in us and we are in him and the Father is in us and the Father is in him and the Holy Spirit is in us and the Holy Spirit is in him. So we have an inheritance. We have um, uh, lost uh, the inheritance we lost. uh What God has done, He's, he gives it to us. Uh, and uh, these are the God, uh, his plan, he doesn't like his plans to be interrupted. And that's why he's sending Satan into the lake of fire forever. And he, uh, if uh, Adam and Eve had not repented, and they did because I have the book of Adam and Eve. And it says in there that they did. And that uh, book was preserved on Noah's Ark. Therefore, uh, the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ is not only for redemption or the forgiveness of all our sins, but also for uh, restoring, restoration, restoring what we have or what uh, God had originally wanted the people of the world to have, his creation that was lost through Adam and Eve. And he brings that which uh, we did not have, in the past and brings it right to us right now again that is if we keep the promise the covenant the contract concerning the relationship between the blood of jesus the contract uh or the the promise of God, uh, with God, he signs this contract or covenant with his blood. We can say that the blood is the base while the covenant is the contract. Okay, so when we're covered in the blood, well, then we are able to keep the contract. We are given the contract. If we say, yes, Lord, we accept your blood, and yes, Lord, we are going to keep the contract. So let's keep that in mind until next time. My time uh, it seems to have disappeared here. And so oh, it's time for us to pray. And uh, when we pray. We pray to the Lord, to the one that shed his blood and the one that uh, gave us the contract. In the Bible is the contract. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Well, the Lord Jesus Christ is the word of God. So believe the word of God and live. So let's pray now to the Lord. I say to the Lord, my Lord and my God, oh, you're afraid to approach the Lord. Why? Because you think there's so much sin on your soul. Every sin, no matter how bad it is, I mean, no matter what condition you're in right now, is going to be forgiven. So just say, my Lord and my God, Have mercy upon my soul, a vile sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, the Son of you, and I believe that you, Father God, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe Jesus died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of every one of my sins, and that you've drowned my sins in the sea of forgetfulness. And of course, Lord, you raised Jesus from the dead. Open the Door of my heart, and I invite you, Jesus, you Holy Father, and you, Holy Spirit, into my heart. Wash all my filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. I know, because your word says so. Your word says that you'll turn no one away, and that includes me. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I'm saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. And just keep praising and thank the Lord. The Lord inhabits or lives in the praises of his saints. And you've just become a saint. Get a King James Version, an old King James Version of the Bible. Uh, They're in the Bible stores. They are new, but they're the old King James Version, not the new one. And uh, praise and thank the Lord. Read, uh, study the Bible. And uh, here, if you'd like to have a copy of this program, it's program number 643. All you have to do is uh, tell us whether you want a CD or an audio tape, they're free, and share and tell them how to receive uh, program 643.
1: Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas 75505. Or call area code 479 782 7370. That's 479 782 7370. Or fax to area code 479 782 7406.
0: Praise the Lord. This is World Pastor Tony Alamos. And tune in tomorrow for more testimonials, more good music, and more than anything, another message from the Lord that keeps you walking in the Spirit on that straight and narrow on a daily basis right now here i am singing onward christian soldiers sing along with me national attention has been focused on banner headlines proclaiming
2: christians are being kidnapped tortured committed to mental institutions accused of brainwashing and mind control arise christian america the king is coming hold fast the day of the lord is here Onward Christian soldiers Marching as to war With the cross of Jesus Going on before Christ the royal Master leads against the foe forward into battle.